this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Another episode of the Hot Nerd Podcast, and we are continuing hot and heavy down this path of talking about keeping the main things, the main things. And you can trace that uh, that little slogan back through Stephen Covey, obviously. And it's this idea of keeping your focus and efforts on the most important goals, and that focus will actually help you. Um, accomplish them, right? And that's kind of what we've been chatting about is that in safety, we spent a lot of time focusing on the things that are not really the main things. We spent years and years and years and years and years. Most of us have spent entire careers propping up this idea that if we focus on these little things that don't stop people from dying at work, then somehow they'll magically stop people from dying at work. And I'll call your attention back to something that we said, you know, several two, maybe the first one. I don't know. It's this idea that you'll never stop maiming or killing people at work by focusing on the things that do not maim and kill people at work. And again, the most duh statement that you should hear for the next little bit, I, I hope, I hope, but it's this idea of nose to the grindstone. I'm going to, I'm going to pull in a little bit of a, a little bit of football here and say, keep chopping wood, right? We're going to keep chopping wood, head down, keep chopping wood, but not just any wood. We're going to chop the super duper, 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 amazingly important wood. The, the main things, right? Nose to not only the grindstone, but to, I don't know, it might help if it's to the right grindstone. I, I, I would think, right? If anything else, is just wasted effort. It's the illusion of progress. If we're just frantically moving around doing all kinds of stuff that doesn't matter, it's pointless. It's meaningless. It's exactly that. It doesn't matter. So a quick recap on from, from kind of where we started to kind of up to date, I guess. We've talked about the duh statement. We've talked about the fact that the things that hurt us are not the things that kill us. We talked about the safety junk drawer effect. We talked about asking that uh, very important question about what's actually important, right? What's really, really, really super duper important. We talked about our areas of critical risk of sticky storm and stabby. And we started to talk about how we influence those things. We've, we've talked about the main things, as far as our risk goes. And now we're starting to talk about the main things into actually impacting those areas and how we actually stop killing people at work at the very base level, right? At the very base level, we've already talked about voice. And now I want to move into this idea of controls save lives, right? Voice is at the base. Voice gives us the ability to learn. Voice gives us the ability to dissent. Voice gives us all the ability to do pretty much anything that we need to do. Without it, it makes things really, really, really hard but it's this, it's this sixth hop principle of control save lives. Besides the requirement for voice, if there's one thing that I hope that you pull out of all of these episodes, it's this. I mean, I'm, I'm to the point of almost tattooing this, uh, maybe not across my forehead. Maybe it'd be like a good finger tat. I don't know, like a good like wrist tat. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. But it's that, it's that. It's controls save lives. I'm going to say that one more time, one more time, okay? Control save lives. <laughs> Not focus, not situational awareness, not stand downs, not all this other mixed bag of crap, brittle countermeasures that we try to pretend actually have some impact on safety. And if they do have some, it's very, 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 very little, especially when we're talking about the main things, sticky storm, stabby, right? There's nothing that works quite as well as robust and error tolerant controls. 
These controls physically prevent things from harming us. Or if things go all too shit, they at least lessen the hazard to the point that the outcome is minimal, right? Back to broke arm versus dead, right? We, 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 can, we can minimize the outcome as much as possible if we do not prevent it outright. They stop the event, they reduce the outcome of the event, even if everything else fails, even when Sam's dumb and makes a mistake, it doesn't cost me my life. It doesn't cost me my eye. Hopefully, it doesn't cost me my arm. At the very least, I'm going to be able to walk away from it alive. Think of it like this. We have to make it really, really, really hard to get seriously injured or killed. Period. I didn't say make it really, really hard to not fall down at work. I didn't say make it really, really, really hard not to get a scrape or a scratch. Again, scrapes, scratches, bruises, bumps, broke arms, they all kind of suck. It's not, not saying it's a good thing. Again, this is not an argument for, yes, we should just kill people at work. But we're focusing on the main things. We should make it really hard to get seriously injured or killed. Really hard to have seriously bad outcomes. And we should make it really easy to be safe. We make it really easy to be safe by making these controls integrated, by making these controls not a problem to accomplishing work by making these controls air tolerant. We make these controls life-saving and easy to use. That's how we stop killing people at work. Back to voice. How do we learn about where we need controls? How do we learn about where our controls don't work, where they're just garbage? How do we learn about controls that make work so hard that we have to bypass them every time we go to try to do anything? How do we learn about places that our imagination has not yet taken us that really, really, really need some controls. Voice, conversation, trust, the ability to speak up. And I will pause to insert here that controls are kind of hard sometimes, right? It's, it's not just so super duper easy being like, look, hazard, insert instant control. Sometimes it is that easy. But where we're at now, our, our minds are almost outpacing the technology that we use to control hazards, right? Our imagination is growing into these areas, but we're to the point to where we're going to have to get a little bit creative, a little bit um, innovative. Uh, we're going to have to lean on others. We're going to have to come together and figure out some stuff because there's not just some off-the-shelf something that you can, boom, band-aid it on there, and boom, everything's fine. Everything's fine now. We have a control in place. It's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. That's back to that trust piece, that openness, that voice is mission critical piece, is we've got to be learning. We've got to be exploring. And I know it's a weird word for safety, at least for where most of us has come from, um, but we have to be willing to innovate and change and do things differently. And I, I want to swerve kind of into um, start when safe, start when certain, when we're talking about asking better questions, right? Historically, we've gone down this path of like 47 checklist items about boots and safety glasses. And do you have your fall protection even for jobs that don't require fall arrest protection and all this kind of weird wonky stuff and like checklists for HP tools that we're going to use on the job and on and on and on and on. Start when safe, start when certain. What's the stuff that will kill us? What controls do we have in place? And are they enough? Right? Back to voice. I'm going to keep going back to voice over and over and over and over. Right? And it's at the base. It's about asking meaningful questions and having the ability to uh, leave people with some room to respond. Leave people with the ability to respond. To say, you know what? These controls suck and they're not enough. They're not error tolerant. I know we pretend that they are, but they're not. And they're not working for us. 
asking those questions, leaving people the, re- the room, and giving them the ability to respond uh, is kind of important to where we're trying to go. Right? We're, we're talking about examining for controls, examining for the effectiveness uh, of controls. We're talking about being able to have open dialogue, create candor, have meaningful conversations around the main things, back to the point, trying to keep these conversations alive and well around our critical risks and the things that we use to control them, the things that we use to make sure that work goes well, even when everything else goes wrong. That's it for this week's episode. We're going to keep chug-a-lug-a-luggin' right down this path next week. So I would love to hear from you at sam at thehopnerd.com. Uh, the easiest way to get a hold of me is thehopnerd at gmail.com. You can slide into the DMs, do all that kinds of funky-dunky stuff if you want to. Um, but again, the easiest way to find me is uh, email. I've got social media that I don't use very much. Oh, and I will say, let me pause for a second, and I will say that I broke my social media fast momentarily um, to post some love for just how much I'm really enjoying Alan Wolford's new podcast, Diary of a Bald Man. Uh, and this is not any type of a paid advertisement or anything like this. I just got a lot of love for what Alan's got going on over there. That podcast is something that I've been listening to um, all the time, like all the time. I had to take a trip um, just the past over the past couple of weeks, did some flying, moving around, going here and there. Uh, and on the plane, in the car, I went back and listened to like a bunch of episodes that I hadn't got to, a, had a moment to catch up on. And they're great. So you should go definitely check it out. Uh, that's all I've got. Sam Goodman, the Hop Nerd. <gasps> Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>